Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fatcatfly because you deserve a better life. One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least Contain the hero better Etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show Hello and welcome to another edition of the One Up Gaming Podcast Now this week <clears throat> I'm just gonna sort of say it's my birthday Well yesterday Whenever you listen to this It's years and years ago maybe but anyway, 36, I feel old. I've just done my all-time favourite top 20 Sega Saturn games videos now up on YouTube. And yeah, um, I'll leave it at the end of this video, not this sort of podcast. I'll talk through some of the games, whereas the video... Um, I don't know whether I'll talk over it or not, but the video's encoding or whatever you want to call it. I thought I would sort of like chat over the Sonic R sort of orchestral soundtrack which is an amazing soundtrack. I love it so much but a lot of people don't. Um, But anyway, birthday, my gorgeous girlfriend bought me the Nintendo Switch. So I'm going to have a few minutes talking about the Switch itself. So first of all, I believe it's a great little console. I've always been a fan of like handhelds but even when the 3DS first came out I still found it was graphically very underpowered and I've always felt that with the Nintendo handhelds like the DS all those they've always been a what I would call like a generation behind and when you think about it, you're getting basically Wii U graphics on a tablet, which is like a six and a half inch screen, and that is bloody good. Now, I've had no problems when I've actually had the Switch in the handheld sort of mode or on the desk mode, whatever the hell you want to call it. But when it when it's docked on the TV, I don't know if it's because the games being played and the chargers charging and all that combined but it does get rather hot just the machine so that's something that you know might need looking into in a little bit of time but um, so basically I will talk through a couple of the games that I've played so Puyo Puyo Tetris Technically, it's a good little game, but I can play the Tetris part, no problem. The Puyo Puyo sort of part, it gets very complicated for me because my colour blindness, I can't tell the green and the reds and the green and the browns or whatever the hell the colours they are. Um, so that's that. Um, next up, Just Dance 2017. Now, this is identical to any of the other games. You can either use it with your little Joy-Con or you can use it with your mobile phone. I've had a quick go at Snipperclips and I was very underwhelmed with this game considering all the hype and buzz that the game received. I was not a fan. Next up, 
Snake Pass. Now, I've not played much into this, I've only done the first two levels, uh, two or three levels, whatever, and I can see that, yes, it could become very addictive. It's still at the stage where it's very intimidating, the control sort of scheme, but it's starting to click, and it it feels good. You know, it has that feel of a good game. Next up, Super Bomberman R. And this game would have been perfect if it was like £10. But I bought it on the eShop and it was £50. So yeah, that's an amazing price that they're charging for that game. It'll be in bargain bins in a few weeks, months, for like a tenner, if that, because technically it's fun, but it's nowhere near worth what they're charging. And I will say even when you set the settings to play multiplayer games with people with good connection it plays like a game that you used to play on like the Sega Saturn you know where you know like, was it Choo Choo Rocket where you pressed your button and literally like a second later it happened on the screen that's how I feel Super Bomberman sort of uh, sort of like the online mode sort of works at the moment. Hopefully they'll patch it and get it working better. Next up, Fast RMX. Now I loved the Fast Neo, was it, on the Wii U? And that was an amazing little game. So this is basically that game with more tracks, more features, more graphical effects, more lighting effects. F bumped up to 60 frames per second, even in the split screen sort of mods and I have to say this game is amazing if you like F-Zero forget about F-Zero get this game it's great it's only about £15 and <clears throat> the last game that I've played and got is of course the game that everyone's got which is Zelda Breath of the Wild and now I'm not really a Zelda fan so, I don't know what I was really expecting with this sort of game. But, the game itself plays nicely. Oh, I'll change that. The game itself plays amazingly. It's a mixture of everything jumped into one. And for some unknown reason, unbeknown to me why, but everything clicks together so well and it feels great I've played this in handheld and in on the TV sort of mode and it looks great plays great nice game really good so hopefully I'll be getting a few more games soon I think Mario Kart 8 Deluxe I'll be getting I really want the Street Fighter 2 Ultimate Warrior or whatever it's called the one with the Demon Ken and Evil Ryu, whatever it's called, or Violent Ken. I can't remember now. But yeah, that looks fun. And that is basically it. So we will just cut this off. And we'll go straight into the... Top 20 Sega Saturn games as rated by me. So, basically this is... No import games, no Japanese, no American, all, they have to be all UK PAL sort of games released within the UK to enter and before everyone shouts at me, I don't play role playing games, so that's why there's not many role playing games or any role playing games on the list but hopefully you'll enjoy the list and if not give us a shout and I will do now really but yeah, so that is it for the live sort of chat. I will talk over the games as they're being played, so you have something to listen to at the very least. And yeah, so One Up Gaming, me David. Check out Zencaster, go to Zencaster.com. And if you want to sign up to their service, which is an amazing service, just use One Up 20, all one word, and you'll get 20% off. Other than that, that'll do. Just go to our website, oneupgaming.co.uk and check out our latest news, reviews, all that stuff. Our Facebook page, 
our Twitter page, which is at OUG Official. Um, Twitch at OUG Official. And we've also got YouTube, so just search One Up Gaming. If you want to tweet us at OUG Official, or if you want to email us, it's just contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. So without further delay, let's get into the Sega Saturn all time top 20 as rated by me. Thank you. Goodbye. Hello, David here, and we're going to do our top 20 Sega Saturn games. So, kicking off, Pandemonium. Now, this is going to be just the PAL region games. So, we're going to sort of like say what the game, try to speak, try to say what the game is in the list, and then we'll have like a two minute video of the game being played. So you have a rough idea. So Pandemonium is one of these when 3D first came out, they did you know like the 2.5D where everything was 3D played on a 2D plane. And Pandemonium was one of the best. You know, so sort of like it just had the right feel. Do you know what I mean? Whereas some of the 2D, sort of like 3D, 2D-ish sort of games, like the Sonic, Sonic 4, and to a lesser extent, Little Big Planet, things like that, they just didn't have the right feel. You know, they felt really floaty, really bad. But this game, nice. Sort of tight gameplay, graphics were really nice for the time. You could choose between two people, the little girl and the jester. And basically I'd recommend using the, the girl because she has like a double jump, which makes the game a lot easier. So yeah, this is one up gaming, this is our list. Basically by me because I love Sega Saturn. So, number 20, Pandemonium. Great game. Number 19, Tempest 2000. Now, this game I'm not really going to talk over because I love the music and sound effects. But, Tempest was an amazing game. And Tempest 2000, they just really added really good sort of music and sound effects and they updated the graphics to have a nice sort of still retro feel but still an amazing game so number 19 Tempest 2000 
So, number 18, Marvel Superheroes. So, I preferred this than the actual, like the X-Men vs Street Fighter sort of stuff and all those sort of games, but I think basically you're going for the graphics, the speed, the gameplay, looks amazing. I still don't think it quite captured the X-Men Children of the Atom, but for the Saturn, you can't do any worse, really, for 2D fighters. I loved the system for that. I love Street Fighter. Even, like, Mortal Kombat on the Saturn, but, you know. So, anyway. Marvel vs... No, it's not. It's just Marvel Superheroes. By Capcom. all of the fact that it just goes deadly silent. Ah, this must have been the Japanese game that I got video clips from. Because I can't read that. So yeah, you don't, you don't remember, but some of these games took ages to load. And it's amazing now when you think how big the, the games were how little sort of data they take up you know on the discs and stuff because you can get like megabytes <laughs> it's like a full bloody arcade game hi spidey oh number 17 virtual on cyber troopers now this was Slightly different take on the one-on-one -on -one fighting game. You could use a melee weapon, and you also had like missiles and machine guns. Played from like a third person behind the character view. You could also buy an actual like an, a twin stick for it, where he push both to go forward, both back to go back, like a tank sort of control. And that's very rare to get hold of. But the graphics were really nice, fast, fluid, full 3D. You know, it was really good fun. I really did actually really enjoy this. I think I've got uh, like a remake of this on the 360. But I don't know, I just like the charm of like what they managed to pull off with the Sega Saturn hardware. I've got to stop doing these videos at like 12 o'clock at night. I'm really tired. So, funny story. They're called Virtual On, even though it's made by Sega, but Sega AMT had so much control they wouldn't let any other Sega division use the name Virtual. So, that's quite funny. So, next up World League Soccer 98 by Silicon Dreams. Who, after doing this sort of game, went on to do the official Dreamcast sort of football games for the Dreamcast by Sega. So they must have done something right with this game, and it does play nice. It's very stiff and not as fluid as what they are nowadays. But I guess back nearly 20 years now, it's quite scary. It's a high ball. Yeah, she does play really nicely. 
It's heading for goal off the right boot of Beckham. Headed on by Wright. Ian Wright, right, right. And he's hit it from long range. That's a hefty clearance. Headed oh. back in. Cool keeps. A long ball through, but safely collected by Schmeichel. Schmeichel. It's a high ball for them to contest. Put contest they will. It's a little wild that pass. It's all about power in the air. Come on, we're going to see a goal. Oh, through. Oh. A clever piece of goal. play. And a confident save by the goalkeeper. Yes, and they've scored the first goal of the game. And the game restarts. So, yeah, this was probably one of the first... Four 3D football games Goals. to mimic what, a good what modern for. football Keeps. games would go nice into. Beautifully struck, but what a save! So uh, next up, number fifteen, Street Racer. Now a lot of people might not know this, but this was the definitive version. If you play this on the PS1, it doesn't have any of the like the 2D backgrounds or the fences, the huts. You know, it's, it doesn't have the bridge, you know, it's just amazing how little, you know, they've actually managed to keep in that sort of version. But this was a fun sort of, like, game. I had, like, battle mode. I'm sure it actually had, like, a eight-player soccer sort of mode. But, yeah, so this was a, a really, like, fun little racer, fun cat game. Especially for the time. I mean, I can't remember the circuits being this short. I guess your mind plays tricks on you after nearly 20 years. It's quite... Quite bad. Music's kicking in now, isn't it? Oh, just getting into that music then. Number fourteen. Manx TT Superbike, another amazing arcade conversion by Sega, and it used the Sega Rally engine, so you know it's going to play sort of smoothly. It still had all the detail of the arcade, a lot cut down because Sega's Model 2 board was just bloody amazing for the time, really was. I mean, it did on, I mean, what can you say? Um, but yeah, they converted this across, used the Sega Rally engine. So, although it looks nice and fast and smooth on this, you don't realise, but when you play the arcade original, it's as if it's like in fast forward, because it's that much faster. But, for me, growing up, we never had arcades. So this was as good as it got, and I used to love all these arcade conversion games on the Saturn. Really wish we had a good conversion or just a Ridge Racer sort of game. Cause that would have been great.
from? I think it's only at two tracks this. Like the long version, the short version. Might be wrong. So a lot of these games, they are literally 20 years ago since I've played them. Which is very scary to think. Anyway, number 13. Athlete Kings. Or as a lot of people might think of it as Decathlete. Um, that's a changed name in the UK, but I still think this is the best 3D athletes button masher sort of game. Looked amazing, played amazing, everything just worked amazing on it. So that's why Athlete Kings is so far up the list. Didn't like the Winter Heat, that was like the sequel, you know. But then again, I don't think a lot of the winter games are that good. So here's the button mashy masher. Get set. Go for it, Forest. Go. Is it weird you remember that? Run, Forest. Run. Oh, 10.47. New world record. Do, 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 do. Yes, I think we'll skip this. Anyway, number 12. Sonica. I still think this is an amazing game with amazing music, sound effects great, and it's one of those games that is very frustratingly hard to sort of play and then once you actually spend a bit of time with it you get used to how the character sort of I want to say handles but how he controls and once you get used to it it is such a good game because although it is like a running sort of racing game it's got like a full 3D world where you can actually find shortcuts, find hidden things, find collectibles and the game is just amazing. I love this game. That was a shortcut there. There we go. So that's Sonic R. So number 11. Saturn Bomberman. Now with this game, it's basically a Bomberman, but if you have a couple of multi-taps and a load of friends, you can have 10 player like he's on here. It's probably the best Bomberman game available. And just as a side note, I actually have Bomberman R, oh sorry, Super Bomberman R on the Switch. And single player game is fun, the local multiplayer is fun, and then the multiplayer online sort of modes, it's got slowdown, well not slowdown, it's like, you sort of, it's got input lag, like you can, you move, or you press the button and it takes like a second for the, your character to move on the screen, which is never a good thing. But I'd be rubbish at this, I think, because look at the 
one. Look at the size of the characters. The tiny, tiny little things. And then you got to have all these bombs going off all over the screen. Oh, the princess is dead. That's right, white bomb. We might as well go and get all those bombs in that up there. Oh, the black one's gone. So who's left? Two people in the bottom corner and the white one on the left. Oh, what a shot. There we go, the white, white one wins. There we go, bomb man. Number 10, Daytona USA. Now, this is on the list, but the Daytona USA Championship Circuit Edition isn't. Now, the simple reason, technically speaking, that's a better graphics, better speed, better frame rate, everything like that, but the handling changed it so much it just didn't feel like Daytona again it used the Sega Rally engine so that's why it's a lot smoother and you know well graphically a lot better as well and the background's better but for the simple arcadiness of the original you can't beat it it still plays quite nice it's only about 20 frames a second though but still it's not that bad me playing it so that's data in USA. Number nine. Quake. Now, this game is honestly a technical marvel for the Sega Saturn. Full 3D. Plays fast, smooth. It's. Do you know when you just like see things and it's like how the hell is it even running on the circuit side? Put it one way. They released this and then they were going to convert it or do it for the Sega Saturn, uh, the PlayStation, and they just couldn't get it to run. And basically, by the time they got it up and running, they'd already released Quake 2 so they just scrapped it so but yeah Quake on the Saturn is an amazing technical marvel what more do you need? fast, smooth, amazing graphics the daddy of first person shooters Now with this quad damage, I couldn't play it like this. I can't see the background of the enemies. I don't know if it's just my colour blindness, but it's not good. I'd much rather it just say quad damage in the corner or something. I'll just have like the edges of the screen flash or something. Number 8, Street Fighter Alpha 2. Now, as I was saying before, I loved Street Fighter on the Saturn. And this is probably the best version of it on the Saturn. I do love the way that in the UK and America it's called Alpha, but in Japan it was called Zero. And all the loading screens, when it finishes loading, it has the, the, the letter Z all over. Which is weird when you... Yeah, I never even noticed it when I used to originally play it. But... Yeah. Sega Saturn, again. 2D games. The King. Yeah, it's just an amazing game. 
fast, fluid, amazing animation, six bone pad, amazing, what more do you need? Now again, because of we had no like arcades where I'm from growing up, I'm really rubbish at playing with a stick. Um, I, I'm only good at playing with pads, which is weird. But that's me. So this is going to be a part of my tattoo collection. Come on, Akumi, you gotta do a super finish move. Oh, come on. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's good. Akuma. Akuma Natana. I used to do that all the time when I was young. I was stupid back then. To be fair, I'm so stupid now. Number 7. Sega Worldwide Soccer 98 Club Edition. So, this was probably. Hello, this is Gary Bloom. Good afternoon, and welcome yeah, to I would say the weekend. best with me football game Jack available on the sign. I'm delighted to be with you and here tonight. for a time, it really outshone all the games that were on the PlayStation as well until ISS Pro sort of got his act together and, you know, added a lot of the features in. But, yeah, this game looked amazing, played nicely. It still didn't have the, like I say, you know, like the, the sort of like the snappiness Good of the newer landing. sort of games. You know, like a lot of the, the right it's, you have to go through the animation before anything happens. So like the tackle animation, the sliding animation, you know, it's... Whereas in modern days now it's a lot snappier. But for the time this was amazing. Now, will he go all the way on Again, this is one of those games where, similar to the social soccer demo that I played, where when you're using this view, it plays amazing. When you change views, it because I think it was meant to be played in that view, it just it doesn't work as well. But fast, smooth, fluid, all the teams, all the players, edit mode. It's a great little game. So there's some of the sort of views available, you can sort of change it over the shoulder, side on view, all that sort of thing. But here's that Sega Worldwide Soccer 98. Still a fun little game. Number 6. X-Men Children of the Atom. Yeah, that's what I just said. Now, I love this game because it had Iceman. Wolverine was probably the easiest character to use though. And I love this game so much. So I'm like over the top, but not too over the top, like a lot of the newer sort of new Capcom vs Street Fighter sort of games when Sorry, Capcom vs Marvel games. You know. Because they did go a little bit that's a little bit massively over the top. But yeah, this was a, a great game. If you know how to use like Ken and Ryu, then Wolverine's great because he does similar sort of move set, in my opinion.
number five, Panzer Dragoon. Now, I prefer this than the sequel, because the sequel, I think they added technically more to the game, but I just loved the simplicity, the art style, the music of the original sort of game, straight into the game. You know, whereas the sequel, you start off with like a baby dragon, you got to run through some levels before it gets bigger and gets wings and this and the other. And then the Panzer Dragoon Saga, where it's a full role-playing game. Whereas I have played that, but only for like 10 minutes, so it wouldn't be fair to include that within this sort of list. Maybe if I get time, I'll be able to play through that game. I'll maybe even add it to my collection because I did win it once on eBay. I think I won it for like 50 quid. And I emailed them saying, Oh, sorry, I didn't expect to win it for that low. And they emailed back saying, Oh, that's great, I didn't want to sell it for that low. Because, <laughs> I don't know. But I think I prefer this series to Res. And I just love the art style and the music a lot better. Great little game, whatever you want to think about it. I'm just relaxing to the music. Number four. Nights into Dreams. Now this was Sonic Team. They were going to make like a nice 3D Sonic. And they decided that that was too hard. So they made this game instead. And you can easily see the Sonic sort of like inspiration. Yeah, true, yeah, it's like a 3D flying game on a 2D plane. And I just think the sound did these games amazingly well. This was good once you got into it. Google, look at the transparency effects of lack of. It was a good game, it was really fun. Yes, I had Nights into Dreams. Nice again. So, number three Virtua Cop. So, this is a weird one because although Virtua Cop 2 might technically look better, I just think the levels, the design, the original Virtua Cop was so much ahead of everything at the time. And yes, you'll be thinking, oh, where's House of the Dead? Now, I didn't like House of the Dead. I just felt virtual copy had skill. You could like get multipliers of three shots per person or you could do the justice shot by shooting the gun out of the hands. 
Whereas with the House of the Dead, you sh shooting hell out of anything that moved. You know. But anyway, Virtual Cop. I did like Virtual Cop 1 and 2. Virtual Cop 3 I did play at the arcade once. Shame it never came to home consoles. And then I had Confidential Mission on the Dreamcast, which was a spiritual sort of successor. Uh, it wasn't quite as good. But yeah, another AM2 classic. And another game where I'll be getting a sort of tattoo about. I tell you, watching some of these games brings back so many memories. guys using uh, the actual control pad not the light gun I'd recommend the light gun anytime so much better so anyway number two Virtua Fighter 2 another game I'll be getting a tattoo of so this game at the time when it came out basically this game with Virtual Cop and a couple of other games for the Christmas 96 I believe it was was like the medi the console to own I thought it kicked ass it, everything that the PS1 sort of had this game, Virtual Cop, Sega Rally you know, Daytona it was just leagues ahead at the time it's just a shame that three games don't make a console because if it was, this would have been so different for Sega. Because Virtual Fighter 2, amazing what the hell they managed to do on the Saturn. I mean, I love the fact that on the, I believe it'll be the next stage, when you're playing the drunken guy on the arcade you were actually on a floating raft and you went under a bridge but the Saturn couldn't handle the actual 3D-ness of the bridge and the floatiness and so they had to cut that out and they actually made you actually sat on the beach looking out from the back here we go you know, so still a good game. I I loved Virtual Fighter. Jackie Bryan. Shouldn't. So the anticipation anticipation builds to our number one. That's right, Sega Rally, and I'll be getting that as a tattoo as well. So. What more can you say about Sega Rally? Probably my all-time favourite game ever released. That's how much I adore Sega Rally. Smooth, amazing graphics, fast, hard, but you can also drop the difficulty right down and make it just a fun little five-minute blast. But I loved this game so much. You know, like the handling, the feel. You could feel the different surfaces as your car went over him. And it just. so good. Absolutely amazing. So, this has been another podcast where we've been going over the top 20 um, Sega Saturn games. So. I hope you like it. If you don't agree with some of the games, please contact us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk or on our Twitter, which is at OUG Official. It's been me, David, from One Up Gaming, saying thank you all for watching. I'll just leave you with the ends. 
Thank you. Goodbye. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, Maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.